how come I keep attracting the same exactly. guy? Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Literally yeah. had this conversation with someone yesterday and they're like, it's always the same. Like, what is it that I'm putting out? I'm like, I don't know. You got to figure that out. <laughs> You're like the common denominator is you. <laughs> Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Vulnerable. I am your host, Chelsea Vaughn, and today we have Batsheva Hart on the podcast. Batsheva and I met on the infamous Vegas trip where I met everyone else that I'm apparently friends with. Um, And you guys might know her from her TV show, My Unorthodox Life on Netflix. There's two seasons of that. And she also has a podcast called Heart to Heart. Her and I kind of started our pods around the same time. Um, But... We talked about being in our 30s, dating, Bacheva's divorced, and we talked about what it's like dating again after being divorced and meeting people in New York City. And we also answered some advice questions that you guys wrote in. Um, what else did we talk about? We were kind of just having a girl chat. Like, I'm in my sweats today. It's a rainy day in New York, and my mood is very affected by the weather. So we're just like sitting on the couch having a chill, fun girl chat. So I hope you guys enjoy it. And here is Batsheva. Today we have Batsheva Hart in the Vulnerable Studio. Batsheva, welcome to Vulnerable. Thank you. Oh my God, I'm so happy to be here. I love the name. Thank you. So excited to have you, fellow podcaster. Um, I feel like I have to tell this story of how we met because it's now a running (laughs) joke on my podcast. So I have had Serena, Harry, Hallie, and now you on the podcast from the Vegas trip that I have been talking about. So Basheva and I met in Vegas on the infamous trip (laughs) to Cassie Beach House. Literally. Um, So she's the fourth Vegas member I have had in this studio. Very honored to join the tribe. (laughs) Join the crew. Now I just need like a Chang and Oyan and the whole little group will be complete. Um, So I want to start off with what's going on. So Um, what is... (laughs) I get it, I get it. More (laughs) puns. So what is something going on in your life right now that you are excited about? I am going to Europe in Ooh. two weeks. Oh my God, where? I'm working with Virgin Voyages. So fun. Yeah. my A group of my friends, we pitched ourselves as a friend group to go on two of the cruises with them. Oh my God. So we're going to Greece and then we have a week and then we're on for another cruise in Spain. So I'll be there for three weeks with my friends. So I'm excited about that. Wait, that's so fun. One of my friends, Cache, is literally on um, a cruise with them right now. Really? With her friends. Oh, group. my God. Yeah. Amazing. Wait, what? I didn't know this was a thing. I've never yeah. been on a cruise. Me neither. I've never oh. been. I'm like kind of nervous, but I'm also like, okay, we're island hopping every day. So it shouldn't be like a long time that I need like to be stuck yeah. yeah and we have like rooms with balconies so it's not like you're inside the cruise ship nice what do you know like where have you been to Greece before yeah okay so you know like exactly what you need to do so exactly you, oh my god perfect Greece has been on my list forever um I wanted to do it for my 30th birthday but then there was like that scare where COVID was like the, it was bad timing and I was like wait maybe I shouldn't do that so I ended up just going to Tulum instead which was Tulum really is amazing no, I've never really been fun. there oh, okay no it was really fun but I've been to Mexico so many times and like that was my first trip out of the country to Mexico was and I just feel like it's been done so I was really excited to do Europe a Euro trip but in hindsight I'm kind of glad I didn't do that because I've never been to Greece and neither have my friends yeah and I feel like if you're the birthday person you have to be the one that's like okay this is what I want to do uh-huh. so I would have had to plan the whole thing out I'm like no Okay. So it, sounds fun. it sounds fun to do it for a 
a cruise where it's already like mapped. Yeah, everything's planned out. We just like go along with the flow. Yeah. Do you know um, where you're going in Spain? Yeah. So it's – they call it like the French and Spain days or something and it's Bodrum, Turkey, um, Marseille and France, then Ibiza, Mallorca and Barcelona. Oh my god. Iconic. I've been to – my sister wanted to go there for her 30th. So we went to Ibiza and um, Barcelona. And it was fun. Um, now you're making me want to go to – I am I wanted to – okay, this will be like my answer, I guess, when I'm excited about <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but I haven't done any runway since I shaved my head or since okay. I like went on the shows, all the shows I went on. And I kind of miss being on the runway, like walking. And so I texted my agency and I was like, I want to walk in September this season. So like what do yeah. I need to do and get done? Um, so I think I'm going to walk in September. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. I mean, we were talking about our legs, like my feet don't touch the ground and this girl, they're like tailing (laughs) off. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's see if I book anything because I'm a little bit rusty. (laughs) Uh, No, no, no. You're putting yourself out there. It's going to happen for you. Yeah. But, um, I want to do New York fashion week, but then like go to London, Paris and Milan fashion week. So that's my plan. Um, I haven't bought a ticket or anything yet, but we'll see what happens. (laughs) Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulating me on something that hasn't happened yet, but like I appreciate Starting that. the steps to get there. <laughs> you know, you got to put that first foot in. I mean, hopefully after like all this time, I could at least book one thing. We'll see. This is going to be like so embarrassing. I, I listened to it back and I haven't booked anything. I have faith. But you know, you're telling people about it, so that means it's going to happen. We're putting it out into the universe. Mm-hmm. Good vibes. Okay, so for anyone who doesn't know you, what's your age, your sign, and where are you originally from? I'm 30 years old. I'm a Pisces, and I'm originally from Rockland County. Is that? New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in Atlanta for my early childhood. Yeah, I'm from Atlanta. Really? I grew up in Toco Hills. I don't know where that is. Okay. I grew up in like a small, like religious Jewish suburb. Okay. I'm from Marietta. Okay. Yeah. I know where that is. Wow. But then when did you move to New York? When I was 11. Okay. But I was born in New York, so I feel like I don't say Atlanta. Right, you're in New York. Yeah. <laughs> and you're a Pisces. I'm a Virgo. Mm. And I'm also 30. Mm. Great so, age to be. Yes. So I wanted to talk about like 30s in general. So when I was like, I don't know why this is a thing, but I feel like, let me know if this happened to you too. When I was like 11, I was like, oh my God, 30 so old. Like we all thought 30 was oh, yeah. just ancient. And I had this idea of what I was going to be doing in my 30s or like where I would be at. And well, first of all, I thought I was going to get married at age 27. Why I picked 27, <laughs> I still don't know. <laughs> I just decided 27 was like a great time to get married. <laughs> and I guess I thought by 30, I would like at least have one child probably. Yeah. I don't know why. Because also when I was younger, I thought I would move to New York and become a model. So like this plan was not very well fleshed out. <laughs> Um, but I thought I'd be married and have a kid by now. And obviously that is not where I'm at. So like, where did you think when you were younger, like, where did you think you'd be at when you were 30? Oh, I mean, I've been divorced. So I guess my definitely thought I'd be married in a home. I remember I got married and I thought for sure by 25, I'd be like a homeowner. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And now I'm living by my mom's. So that's pretty (laughs) funny. Um, but yeah, married kids. I don't think I thought about what job I would be doing. Yeah. I think, like, I was going to be a mom when I was little. And, like, my whatever I was doing would just be, like, a part of that. But right. definitely, like, 
husband kids situation. Yeah, expectation so, yeah. versus reality. <laughs> Exactly. Um, okay, wait. I feel like you need to give like a little bit of a backstory. Yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> um, I grew up in ultra orthodox Jewish community, and when you basically you graduate high school, you get married, you have babies, you maybe have a career along the way, but probably like a teacher or maybe if you're like really smart, a nurse or. You work in an office and you can like learn accounting, but very minimal, like you're you're a mom, like through and through. So I met my ex when I was 17. We started dating when we were 18, got married at 19. And we had like, thank God, a really beautiful relationship, but we both like started going a little less religious as we got older. And when I was 28 and, like, we were talking about starting the family, we both just didn't see eye to eye on how to raise kids. And, like, mm. he wanted a religious home and I was like, I don't want want my kids to watch TV on a Saturday morning. Like, I didn't grow up with that. Like, right. So we, we parted ways on yeah. good terms, thank God. But so at 28, I became single for the first time ever in my life. <laughs> So and crazy. yeah, it was it was pretty intense. Yeah, and I feel like when we met, you were like freshly divorced. Oh, yeah, it was freshly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I only officially got divorced like two months ago, but oh. <laughs> I was freshly, freshly single. single, freshly single. Yeah, I mean, like the legal divorce process was is long. Yeah. But yeah, I was definitely. I didn't even like realize. I got the email from like randomly from my attorney, and he's like, the papers went through because I had like filed in 2021 and like finish all signing all the documents last summer but it took like 10 months for it to be like put on a judge's table it's wild how long that takes yeah i mean it's nice that you guys ended on good terms yeah thank god like talk friendly no okay (laughs) if i bumped into him like i we would have like a long conversation and it's like i love seeing him around but we're not friends right it's just like a nice you know i i think being friends with your ex is very complicated. So. I agree. I'm not a person that is yeah. team friends with your ex either. Yeah. I think if you can break it off that when you see them, it's like nice. Yeah. That's like, that's beautiful. That's ideal. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's really any reason to no. continue Unless you have kids. Yeah. Which is <laughs> complicated. Yeah. Okay. So how's it dating now in New York City as a divorcee? I think that the nice thing about New York is that there's, like, so many options out there, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you really – like, people are like, oh, my God, I heard dating in New York is, like, the worst. And I'm like, it's a numbers game, you know? <laughs> you got to, like, get through the numbers yeah. to find the nice people. Mm. But the nice part is that you don't feel like you've, like, seen everybody because there's so many more men. Yeah. How are you finding people? Are you on apps? Are you – um, I'm actually seeing someone now. Oh. Um, definitely was super busy on the apps. Yeah. Like, that was, like, my main source of finding dates. Yeah. I was, like, crazy busy. I, like, full-time job. I, like, look back at myself and I'm, like, how the hell did I do that? But for the first, like, six months, I was, like, super single and never been single before. And I was, right. like, this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, okay, now like I want something like yeah. more substantial and like going on a million dates and having the same like where'd you grow up conversation Ugh. is exhausting. Yeah. Are you um well how did you meet him? It was an app? Friend setup. My oh. New Year's resolution was to delete the dating apps and to either get a friend setup or uh like in person meet and 
So like starting, I think like end of November, December, anyone I would meet, I was like, I'm single, set me up. And I just like was telling everybody because I felt like anyone on the apps I had already gone out with. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you start recycling. Yeah. Uh, Basically. So I was like, let me try this new tactic. And uh, a friend of a friend that I had met like message me and asked if I was single. Oh my God, perfect. It was a good, put it out into the universe. I'm all about manifesting this year. Yeah, you hear that guys? Everyone's always asking like, how to meet guys? It's so hard to meet guys if I don't want to be in the app. So apparently you just need to tell everyone you meet you're single. I think so. I think if you like tell enough people and obviously not like random people on the streets, but like if you meet someone from like a friend group and it's their friends, Tell them right. and then just like make your your pool of people a little bit larger because I feel like I felt like I knew all of my friends' friends. So mm. like I wasn't meeting anyone there, but by telling their friends' friends right. like, hey, think of me, then like someone's boyfriend thought of me and it was just – it was, you know, that's a good way. Oh, Put it out there. So nice that worked out. Yeah. I mean obviously like tell people you trust, not like any – Yeah, friend. exactly. Not a, not random people <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but like through the grapevine. And then it's also so nice a friend set up because then they're like vetted for partially. Yeah, at least a little bit. Yeah. And honestly people are going out with actual strangers from apps. So I it's know. like a friend of a friend is already better than, you know, just exactly. seeing someone's picture. Do you feel like it's been different? Obviously, we're both like kind of fresh in our 30s. Wait, you're Pisces. When is your birthday? February 27th. Okay. So you're yeah. kind of newly 30 this year. Yeah. Um, do you feel like it's been – or well, you've been dating the guy since you've been in your 30s. Yeah. <gasps> I was going to say it's a different like dating in your 30s versus dating in your 20s. I would say probably not. I think, <laughs> I think like only because I was – single like 29 like I was almost 30 I was close enough so I feel like my experiences were well you know I shouldn't say that (laughs) when I was newly single I was like acting like I was 22 so (laughs) but you didn't get to date in your 20s you were married (laughs) exactly so I was kind of like reliving those like early on years but I think that when you're I would just say this as like a general rule is like the more mature you are, the better you know yourself. Mm. And then I think you're going to date different kinds of people. And like hopefully at this point in your life, you've had a relationship and you've learned from those experiences that when you're like meeting someone and you're more developed as a person and they're hopefully more developed as a person, like the chances of it being successful if you started off, I feel like are much better. Yeah. And like what you said about it being a numbers game is kind of like, yes, it is a numbers game as far as like, meeting the number of guys yeah but I also feel like the more you get into it and go on like go along dating more people you get to know like you just said yourself better yeah and then it's almost like I feel like the person I was when I was 21 22 is not the same girl that I am oh absolutely not so it's like I now have a more refined version of like what I'm looking for and it's yeah. like every time you have a failed relationship, this sounds like <laughs> bad, whatever. Everybody, but like, yeah. but every time you have a failed relationship, it's like, yes, it sucks at the time. Right. But you learn so much so from that much, and then you yeah. don't pick the same thing next time, hopefully. Exactly. I saw my friends having this really interesting TikTok. It was about um, a mirror, a window, and a door. Have you heard this? No, tell me. Okay. So it was basically saying that in relationships, like you'll get mirrors of things you need to work on or – people that you just keep on seeing coming up in your life relationships and like 
it's your you have to do that work to like get out of that mirror cycle of like seeing the same thing then you have your window is like a relationship that seems like really great but you're like peering into like the window of what you want it's Mm. just not there and then your door is like you're happily ever after you know so like you have to do that window mirror work to get to the door which I think is really beautiful like way to look at it because like then that means like none of your relationships and I think this is important just like for people in general and something that I told myself was like any no relationship is a failure like you learn from that experience it's making you who you are today and like none of it is a waste of time you are just gonna have something better down the line because you experience that yeah that is beautiful (laughs) I feel like some people get stuck at like either the window or the mirror. Yeah. Because you'll continue to date the same type of person mm-hmm. and the same issues will keep coming up until you figure them out within yourself. Yeah. Because like I've done that and some people stay stuck doing that for years. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and don't work on themselves. Don't go to therapy. Don't figure out what the issue is. And they're like, how come I keep attracting the same exactly. guy? Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Literally yeah. had this conversation with someone yesterday and they're like, it's always the same. Like, what is it that I'm putting out? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> You got to figure that out. I feel like the common denominator is you. <laughs> yeah, it is tough to like actually look at yourself and be self-aware oh, enough that's to, rough. to yeah. do that though. Um, but so true. Okay, let's take a quick break and then we'll do some advice questions. Before we get into our advice, I wanted to ask you about the difference between being lonely and being alone. Because I feel like I've spent a lot of my adult life, I would say, not in a relationship. And I really wasn't lonely. Like I obviously have been lonely at times and wanted, like I was pursuing and hoping for Mm -hmm. a relationship, but like I very much enjoy my own company. (laughs) And I feel like some people want to get in a relationship out of like the desperation of Mm -hmm. not being alone. Yeah. So like when you first got divorced and this is kind of like the first time you were like single, single, Do you feel like you were lonely or do you feel like you kind of enjoyed being alone? I think that it was I both, you know, like there were definitely times where I felt very lonely because it's like those days when you don't want to do anything, but you want someone to do nothing with. I think that was like the best way I could put it. Um, That's when I felt lonely. But and I would always talk to people and they're like, you're going to see living on your own is the best thing ever. And I did enjoy it. Like, I came to enjoy it. It was a a journey for me, for sure. Um, And thankfully, I had, like, great friends who would, like, always take me out or if I wanted company would come over. But it took me, like, a point where I think I was, like, over my relationship and I, like, was finding things that I like to do by myself and, like, knowing that, like, when I leave my apartment, like, it's going to be the same way it is when I left it, when I come back. Like, those things are nice. Yeah. And when you just want to, like, turn off and not talk to anyone it's nice to have that yeah um but I think I also like think it's okay to feel lonely sometimes I think New York can be can make you feel that way because like you're walking around I remember like I would have these moments where I'm like walking on the west side highway just like to get out of my apartment and like you see so many people together and you that makes you feel more lonely but you would think like living in a city with so many people would Mm. make you feel like there's so many options yeah um but I think it's important to like sit in those feelings and be like it's okay that I feel lonely right now I'm okay yeah and then do something that you like or make plans with your friends but I remember when I 
like we were just separated at the time and my therapist was like, you can't make plans every single night. Like you need to be alone at least once a night, once a week. Yeah. And I was like, once a week. Oh my God. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, I don't want to be alone any night. Yeah. Because I was just like booking myself up. So I had like no moment to like do self work and yeah. like reflect. And I think that was like the best thing. Like one of the best pieces of advice that she gave me was like sit in those lonely moments because that's when you do the growth and the self-work and the internalize what you want and have that time to yourself and then you're going to come to enjoy those moments when it's just you ordering takeout by yourself (laughs) and just be like I'm happy yeah and it's also so rare like I feel like it's such a rare time period which is what I would tell myself Mm -hmm. because yes at times I got lonely like everybody else yeah but there's only like a small period in your life where you're going to be a single woman with no kids and no other responsibilities, like no boyfriend, no husband, nothing to take. I don't even have a dog. Mm -hmm. Like I had absolutely nothing to worry about and no one to take care of. And I was like, okay, this is like, obviously I can look at my friends and they're all in happy relationships and be sad about it. Or I can be like, this is the only time I have for this in my whole life. Exactly. I have the rest of my life to like be with someone. So I should enjoy it and, and like accept that it's cool and unique and rare. Um, and I also like what you said about like sitting in it because I had I've had a roommate for most of my life. Okay. And until like last year was the first time I started living by myself. And I think when I had the roommate, because she was like one of my best friends, we hung out all the time. Yeah. It's like you are alone still, but not really. Mm-hmm. No, there's someone there. <laughs> there's a human being. Yeah. There's, there's a presence. Like I wasn't in a relationship, but I still had a friend in yeah. my home at all times, right? So then when she started dating her boyfriend and then like she wasn't around a lot and they moved in together, I was really excited about the idea of living alone because mm-hmm. like you said, like, oh my God, no one's going to touch my stuff. Like there yeah. won't be dishes, like whatever, whatever. And I think it was just like the first period of that that was kind of like a shock factor. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden you really realize like, oh shit, I'm actually by myself. Yeah. And the first, I don't even know how long it was until I got used to it, maybe like a month or two. Oh, it um, took me time. I had my – I made sure my sister would call me every night to make sure I was alive. Oh. I was like, I can trip down the stairs in my apartment and no one would know. <laughs> okay. I do think about that sometimes <laughs> because I'm like, what if I slipped in the bathtub and like hit my head and like no, no, no one would No one would me. know. <laughs> that scares That's me. Horrible. <laughs> um, But yeah, it took me like a month or two <sighs> and then I was like, okay, now I enjoy this. Yeah. The very first beginning, I was like, wait, this is kind of sad and I yeah. would like make plans to make myself busy too. Um, but now you can't get me out of my apartment. I literally like will love to sit there and just like watch TV, order food, chill. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, sitting in it is really like you have to. You have to, and it's a it's a period of t- like it's it passes. Mm-hmm. It's the loneliness feeling is just like a temporary. It's a feeling. Yeah, it's a feeling. It's a moment. It doesn't have to last. Yeah, a whole night. It could just be like okay, I feel a little lonely. That's okay. Right. And, like, then you can call your friends and, like, chat to someone. But yeah. But it's okay. Like, admit it. Mm-hmm. Let it feel – feel it. Let it pass. And I honestly would say, like, if you can't enjoy your own company, I don't really feel like you're ready to be in a relationship. Yeah. Like, you should be able to be alone and be chilling and be good with that and happy with that before you hop into a relationship because if you're getting into one for the wrong reasons, and I think yeah. because you're lonely and – just want another person there. Yeah. I think that's the wrong reason. I agree. Yeah. Okay. We had a couple people asking okay. some questions for our advice. The first one is – this one isn't really advice. It's kind of just like fun that I okay. wanted to do. 
<laughs> Someone asked, does body count matter? Ooh. <laughs> or, okay, like for yourself or them? <laughs> okay, let's do both. Oh. <laughs> um, I feel like there's definitely a double standard with men and women. Yeah. Um, I would be really pissed off if I was dating a guy, he found out my body count, and that made him think differently about me. Agreed. Like, if it was high or if it was low. Like, if it was super low and then all of a sudden he was, like, way more attracted to me, like, that's weird. Yeah. And if it was super high and he judged me, that's weird. (laughs) I think when I became single and I had only been with one person my entire life, I remember thinking, like, it's going to be weird that, like, they've done this with someone else. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Most people don't have that experience at 28. But (laughs) then I realized, like, if they've done it with other people, they're better at it. Yeah. They learn. So I don't think that it should matter as long as, like, they weren't, like, disrespectful or you weren't disrespectful either. Like, I think – I don't think it should really matter. Obviously, if it's a crazy high number, then, like, you got to look – hopefully they did some work and hopefully it was, like, years before. Yeah. Well – I was going to say it matters because um, if they had more partners, then maybe they'd be better at sex. But I feel like specifically for guys, I feel like a lot of guys have a lot of casual sex and so don't they never get good. They don't get good. <laughs> Seriously. Like I've dated some guy. like I dated this one guy who said he lost count and he thought it might be like around 80 or something. <laughs> I was like, what? I don't know. <laughs> and like, I was like, OK, I'm not going to judge him. Yeah. Um, but... I think I would I would prefer a guy that had been in like one long-term relationship yeah. and had been having sex for 10 years with the same person and like got really good at it. Exactly. Because some of those guys that just like – some of them haven't even had sex with a person more than once. Like it'll That's be awful, like yeah. – Yeah. It'll just be like, okay, I had sex with this girl, this girl, this girl. Yeah, my body count's 80, but I've yeah, never – I don't consecu- know anything. Yeah, I've never consecutively <laughs> had sex with the same person. Like that sucks. Um, that's a good question. I think it's always, I think like when like I was going on dates, I always was like, how long was your, you know, the longest relationship you've ever been in? If it was like under a year, it's like not for me. Mm. You would like cut someone off for that? (gasps) I've been married. I've like committed my (laughs) life to someone before. Like if you've never committed more than six months to someone, then like it's so – there's so much of a learning curve. There is. Like, you need to get past that one-year mark where you're like, okay, like, you're yourself. You've put down all the walls. And then if you can, like, get past that point, like, beautiful. But at least you got to that point. Yeah. But if you haven't been – and I'm 30. So I think, like, obviously if you're younger or you've never been in a long-term relationship, it's different. But for me personally, that I really w- would say two to three years ideally. Yeah. But – I think at least a year because I just like I think there's so much you learn when you like compromise with another human being if mm-hmm. you've never experienced that someone who's been in a 10-year relationship like I don't want to teach you that yeah I think it's probably a bit bigger red flag than I <laughs> thought about <laughs> thought because like if someone told me if you're in your 30s, 30s at yeah. this point. And you've never had a relationship longer than si- – I think there's some guys that think six months is a long-term relationship. It's not. Like six to, like six to nine months, they'll be like, yeah, that's my longest. And they don't think that's like a problem. I think because when you hit that six to nine months, like that's when you start being really comfortable. So if – and that's when people break up a lot of times. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, actually, I don't like the person you are Yeah. now. <laughs> and I also think people uh, that haven't been in relationships longer than that don't understand that. Right. 
Because it's like I had been in a relationship for five years. And then once I started dating, there were guys that like had never hit the year mark. And I at the time, I mean, this was like five years ago. Yeah. But at the time, I wasn't like that's completely a deal breaker, but it probably should have been. <laughs> yeah, because they've never had to do it. Like yeah. they never had to do that like self-work or like compromise with another person. Yeah. They like never got at – once they got out of the honeymoon phase, they're like, oh, Bye. I don't want this. Yeah. And people pretend for – a good – I mean, some people can do it for a long time. Yeah. Nine months worth to be a better version of themselves. And then, yeah. like, once you start getting around the year, like, you can't pretend anymore. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You have to be okay with those things when they put the walls down. And then if you've never met anyone and I think, like, you're past 30, like, you should have. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> why not? I want to know why. Yeah. And, I mean, I think it works for someone who hasn't been in a relationship. But for me, this is all me, guys. Yes. I'm talking about my personal experience and my non-negotiables is, like, you have to have been past a year mark because there's just so much you have to learn. No, that's a good non-negotiable. Um, yeah, you can't sit there if you've never been in a long like long-term relationship and be like, I'm going to judge you for that. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. Um, okay, let's do one more. This person asked. For advice, this might not be the best okay. advice for you, but you can still get <laughs> on how to be the only single friend in her friends group. Okay. So I've definitely been the only single friend at times. Um, and it's a tough spot. Like I'm totally fine with being a third wheel or fifth mm -hmm. wheel to my friends because my friends specifically are like very good at including me. Yeah. Like they don't mind it either and they're not like the couple types that like are making out while you're sitting right there and you're like, what the right. fuck? <laughs> Um, so like, I don't mind as long as the couple's not weird about it. So hang out with your friends that don't make you feel weird for being in a group and include you. So I feel like that's advice number one. Um, and then like, I don't know, it's really hard not to compare yourself, like where you're at and where your friends yeah, are at, especially if you're hard. like all the same age and like everybody's married. I mean, actually right now, all of my friends, like I have a friends group from middle school, high school and we're planning uh, a trip to Austin to meet one of them's baby um. for the first time in October. And we were like in the group chat and I was like, yeah, everyone's like husbands. And I was like, wait, I'm the only one with a husband. <laughs> Everyone literally has a husband. Two of them now have a baby. Wow. And I am quote unquote the single friend. Um, but like we're not in the same place at all. Like I have a very unique life compared to my friends who yeah. still live in – Georgia and like you know settled down quicker than me who's like you know <laughs> going on tv shows and shit um so I would just say don't compare yourself because we're all on different different timelines different paths exactly and like you've had so many incredible experiences that you wouldn't have been able to do if you had been in a different scenario right yeah are you still like close with your friends from so I have like two really close hometown friends they're both pregnant with their third child yeah, so we're – I get it. Like, I'm the single friend, but you know what? It's fun. We all hang out and, like, I'll tell them, like, single or dating single stories story. yeah. or, like, what it's like out there. And I get to hear about their kids. Are they know? the same age as you? Yeah. Okay. So I definitely have been that way. Now I'm friends with younger people because they're at, like, a similar uh, life experience right. as I am. Um, but I think, yeah, like, I do have friends who are in couples and, like, as long as they're good at – like having you as a third wheel. I feel like those are the two like true friends though. Yeah. Like that don't make you feel weird about it. And also you but you need to have like the respect to like give them their space well, yeah. when necessary. You don't want to be that friend who's like 
tagging onto everything. Yeah. yeah, true. But I do think like if you're looking for single friends, like you'll find them because like I feel like people kind of go together. That's if you true. need like going out friends or Yeah. You can find some more mm-hmm. friends that are Bumble BFF. Yeah, the same stage as you. But I think, like, the grass is always greener, too. It's, like, yeah. the married people with kids are, like, oh, my God, your life's so fun. Like, you're going yeah. out all the time. You're dating. And the dating people are, like, I want to be married. Like, it's just we're all looking at each other's lives, like, pining for the other exactly. thing, you know? Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I have one last question yeah. for all my guests. Is there anything you want to be vulnerable about? Sure. Um, I think – I was trying to think about this. I'm like, what do I want to share? Yeah. And I thought that I could share how, like, if anyone has been in a long-term relationship, I think it's really scary to, like, open yourself up to loving again. Mm. And, like, as scary as that is, like, it's really beautiful to be able to experience that and, yeah. like, not be too afraid because I feel like that was kind of where I was at and I was like, oh, my God, like – you don't want to open yourself up because you don't want to be hurt again. But that's the beauty of loving someone is that like they can bring so much like joy and happiness into your life, but you have to like, give them the opportunity to do that. Yeah. I can't even imagine how scary that must have been for you with your only relationship being a marriage and yeah. then going out into single world. Um, is that where you're at right now? Are you in love? Yeah. yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, so happy for you. Thank you. How did you get over the like fear of it all like I think I think it like takes obviously the right person for you to meet um but I definitely like in the beginning was like kind of like pushing away and then I was like what am I doing mm. you know like I really like this person and like if it doesn't work out like I've gone through a breakout a breakup like I'm okay like I know I'll be okay and I can't I just had to like tell myself that over and over again that like even if it doesn't end up happily ever after like it's okay like I know I'm strong enough and I'll get over it um but I think it's just like you have to open yourself up to receiving love and if you don't do that then like what are you even dating around for yeah and obviously you went through a divorce so it doesn't really get much more serious than that exactly (laughs) exactly you're like if we break up I'll be all right (laughs) do you feel like because I felt like when I fell in love the second time Mm -hmm. I was convincing myself or like trying to like justify that it wasn't that I wasn't actually in love like I was resisting it like you just said kind of too um because it didn't feel the same as the first time do you Mm, feel like it feels like different the second time than it did the first time I don't know I think different just from like a different point in my life but I think that I had that like inside feeling that I was like ooh, yeah like this feels different yeah as opposed to like going out on a date with someone and being like oh, my God, like, I have a really big crush on them. Right. Like, it felt like, whoa, I think I could maybe, like, learn to love them, which I feel like is a different inside feeling. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I don't remember the beginning part of my last relationship. Yeah. Like, it was True. so long ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm really happy for you. Thank How long have you guys been dating? A few months. Okay. So nice. early. Nice. We haven't hit the, the six the year yet. No. yet. <laughs> Okay, well, here's hoping. <laughs> exactly. Sending oh. out good energy. Yes. Okay, well, Bachava, you've been a delight. Thank you. Please tell everyone your socials and where they can find you. Yes, you can find me um, at Bachava Heart on Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat. I also have a podcast, Heart to Heart, 
You can listen to it on all podcast platforms. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. And you can find us and watch this full episode at Vulnerable Pod on YouTube and TikTok. And you can find me at Insta, on Insta, at Chelsea Vaughn. Um, but we will see you guys next episode. Bye.